You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest for this episode is Kelly Bolton. Kelly is Executive Vice President of Marketing and Brand at OneScreen, a company that provides interactive video collaboration solutions for schools and businesses. And Kelly is here today to talk with us about pretty important and really relevant topic, which is managing a remote team. So Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So you ready to dive into this? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So teams are remote these days, right? Over at, at what we do at Conversa, everybody's remote. You know, it's all too common. And there are some some real challenges that come along with managing people who are all over the place you're not in the same room with, right? So um, so first, tell us about your team, like where people are, how, how remote are people? We're all over the world. So my, my core team, my Warcom team sits in the U.S., they sit in Islamabad, some sit in Colombia. So we're, we're spread out pretty well. Okay. And I mean, does that matter, do you think, in your particular case, like exactly where people are? Or is it just they're remote and it doesn't really matter where? No, I don't think specifically where they are doesn't matter. We, it, we just adjust based on where they are because we do actually ebb and flow with teams in China, you know, from all different directions, UK. Mm-hmm. So there's just there's always a matter of adjusting to which time zone anybody's in. But the core team is is set. Right. Okay. So let's get into, you know, the challenges when it comes to managing a, re- a remote team. H- has this been the case? Has the team always been remote or is it more recently that you've gone to a remote structure? Always been remote. That is, there's always been a combination of U.S. and Islamabad and Pakistan based because we have headquarters in California and in Islamabad. So my team mm-hmm. has always been split at least that way. And challenges to me, center end up centering around time, but over the years, and it's been that way for almost what, 11 or 12 years that I've been with one screen. So we're, we've gotten pretty good at understanding how to help people that join and just get, get into that, the flow of adjusting to everybody's unique time. Um, for instance, my, the team in Islamabad, their office hours are at noon to eight, noon to nine, their time. So then, which crosses over with me, my hours would start quite early so that I can have more time crossing over. And then some of the people that sit in the East Coast on my team, you know, they have their nine to five if they choose it. And then we all just overlap and we get into an ebb and a flow of overlap of time. Mm-hmm. And so challenges come when, you know, fires get dropped in the middle of that or, you know, things come up that are unexpected that change that flow. Then we all kind of have to adjust. Yeah. That's probably right. the biggest challenge, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm sure that's a challenge that any, all, most remote teams face, unless they're, they, they're all, you know, everyone's in the same time zone. So managing the time differences, definitely, totally get that. What, in, what about in terms of sort of getting to know people, you know, and, and kind of dealing with people's different personalities? I think it's, it, it has to be harder to do that when you're not, Face to face, you know, when when you you kind of never actually meet people in the same room, right? It, you have to work harder at it. 
I believe you do. Mm-hmm. And be more deliberate about it. And it, it helps when you have a personality that joins the team that enjoys being more deliberate about it. And so the the team dynamic and, and the, the roles and the people that join the team are important because it helps when there is somebody that feels most comfortable doing that. And so there's always a bit of a lead. There's someone that leads us in, you know, ideas around. Every month we have a game, you know, game day where we actually all get on a call and we play, you know, a certain game that helps us get to know each other. And then again, I think it also helps when there are opportunities every once in a while to meet live at trade shows, conferences. Mm -hmm. We do get a chance, believe it or not, that some of the folks come over from Islamabad and that then you get that the one moment that that helps build on the that bonding, the understanding of who someone is, and that's mm-hmm. helpful. Right. Okay. So, okay, that's a good point. You have to because it's more difficult. You have to make it happen. You have to, to be deliberate about it. So, you mentioned you have game nights sometimes, the conferences. What else? What are some other ways that you sort of deliberately try to you know forge those those human connections? Well, part of even how we build into our content so that people get to know us, from, our customers get to know us, our resellers get to know us. We we have family Friday posts, if you will, that Evans mm-hmm. loves. Sometimes we're good at them. Sometimes we're not so good. But interviewing our internal teams to then share externally, that always helps. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the corporate world helps celebrate birthdays. It's It's the normal stuff, I think, that... Maybe you just have to, as you said, feel like you pay more attention to it and be more consistent about it in in a smaller company. Larger companies seem to be very organized around that. We're not mm-hmm. quite huge enough to have you know an HR team that that drives all of that for everyone yet. So yeah, yeah, paying attention. Right, sure. Now you know, to my mind, one of one of the bigger challenges when you have a remote team, even when you're really small, is the it's it's a lot harder to have those kind of impromptu moments when you're just chatting with someone, you know, by like the old cliche, like by the water cooler, you know, and you just talk and then an idea emerges. You're like, oh, hey, mm. you know, sometimes the best ideas happen that way, right? Yeah. When you're just informally. Right. D- d- how is there a way to replicate that when you're remote? I, I find it very difficult to do. Yeah. Well, one of the products that we actually provide with our interactive flat panels we use on a daily basis and it's a presence-based video conferencing software Mm -hmm. so that's part of how come i feel like so right so every day i we all open up our software called hype that would be like having any other video conferencing app open right and you could see the presence of your team who's online who's on a call who's not on a call so they feel they really are a click away and i think Mm -hmm. that's one of the main differences for for us for our team is that there there's a sense of presence you you Mm -hmm. do feel like you know they're in their office because you can see they're online and they're available and so i think that's a really big part of what for for our teams creates a sense of of being live still together in this at mm-hmm. the same time in the same place sort of and so there's a lot of ad hoc calls there's a lot of those instead of email plus we are video conferencing based everything we do is video we, mm-hmm. we it is yeah. it is not rare for us to 
click that to have a quick conversation versus a quick email. I think so that right. it's a day-to-day practice that might be a little bit different for us that is so much more comfortable. And and I don't know that, that you know, globally that there is an adoption of that to the degree that we have adopted our day-to-day business mm-hmm. practice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know what you mean. We actually use Discord in a pretty similar way. Okay. It's just sort of open on my desktop and I can see who's online and yeah, sometimes just, Hey, you want to jump on a quick call and it can be maybe two or three minutes even. And it's kind of the, I guess it's sort of the next best thing to just bumping into yeah. somebody in the hall or poking your head into an office yes. and just chatting. Right. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly for me anyway, it's certainly better than nothing. But but it's even better than that. Like it can work quite well if if everyone kind of gets into the rhythm of it. Agree. And maybe it, it does feel like a little bit different when you can see people in a different country are there. It because yeah. you know you know they're pretty darn far away. They're not just a, a couple states away. They're and they're in a di- different time. All of those things and even different teams. I can see my whole company. Mm-hmm. So there's. And and I guess practice too, just the practice and making it, it's, it is, it has replaced that sense of being in the same building. Yeah. It's sort of being in the same virtual space in real time. We have is, our own metaverse. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, and, and that's definitely where everything is going more and more and more, right? The pandemic accelerated this, but it was going in that direction anyway, I think. And it's just going to keep going and the technology is going to keep advancing. And, you know, so uh, we, we all need to get used to this and it'll probably become more and more effective is my guess. I agree. I agree that. that yeah. And For you me. guys at one screen play are playing a role in this, right? I mean, that's kind of what you guys do. You help with this. There was that forcing factor. And we, that was, I, I think it, now people have a choice and mm-hmm. And I can't tell you the number of people that have told me before, I would never work remote. I would never, I have to come into the office. I need, I really have to have that. And so many of them now feel like I couldn't go back to an office every day and they split their time or they, so that idea of remote, even, even our global teams feel that same way. There there are some that are, it's the same thought process that. Some yeah. want to come back into the office all the time. Some want more flexibility and we respond. Yeah. Interesting time to be alive. The technology is amazing. Yeah. I mean, just generally this technology, you know, even 10 years ago, I think it would have been hard to imagine working this way. I don't know. And now it's just like, yeah, no big deal. You know, <laughs> I'm having a chat with someone in Islamabad and it's, it's, they might as well be in the next room. It's yeah. pretty cool. It is. It is. Hopefully we're all out there doing really good things with that. I think it seems like Hopefully. good stuff. At least some of the time. Right. <laughs> so so w- what's your advice for marketing teams that are working remotely and maybe struggling with it a bit, you know, or want to improve the, the, the way that they're collaborating remotely? Yeah. I, one of the things that I've, I have definitely learned along the way is that I, when I hire, I, I hire with that con in that context. And it's, it's an open part of the conversation that's really important that, that we know, especially when you're 
well, it feels like worlds away that, you know, people are going to be comfortable in, in the scenario that they set up as far as remote and, and connecting with a team that is worlds away. So what, it's a part of our hiring strategy mm. for my team, for sure. I think defining hours, defining the, the workday hours, and then understanding that there is a decent amount of flexibility that is required. It, it, mm-hmm. be, because when things get off, you know, when the, the flow of work gets off sometimes, which always does, regardless of how you're working, that the, the impact of that can be exponential when there's a big time difference. So everybody understands that there's a, a decent amount of flexibility that's required, not all the time, but in those moments um, that, that it is. I, when I have to get my dev team to help me with, there's a 404 error for I have unknown you know, reason and it's 4 a.m. for them, right? Or what's, it, so there's this, those are the fires that are going to come up and it's important that everybody is aware that, that, that that's a part of the, a part of the reality that, because, because mm-hmm. the other half of that is being so respectful of people's time because yep. so that the, the vast majority of the time is that there's all this respect that everybody is working together and this flow of time and different time zones and all of those things to, to do really good work. And mm-hmm. so there's that balance of give and take. Yeah. Well, wow, a lot of good. That. Yeah. hundred percent. A lot, lot of good stuff in there. And I, I really like the point you made about hiring specifically uh, looking for people who are good at working remotely. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's kind of that's like a almost like a specific skill. You know, not everyone's <laughs> cut out for it. Not everyone's comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you know you're going to work remotely, then that has to be part of the criteria for who you choose to be on your team, for sure. Yes. Yes. Agreed. That's that's important. And and, and it, it it becomes apparent pretty quickly when it's not a good fit. But yeah. usually that's um, people know themselves well enough coming into it. Right. Yeah, hopefully. So, well, Kelly, how can people connect with you? What's the best way? They can reach me on my email, kelly at onescreensolutions.com. Okay. And that's K-E-L-L-Y, correct? K-E-L-L-Y. Okay. Excellent. Well, okay. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for a great conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. I did too. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.